0: Welcome to this week's podcast from Cultivate Connection. Most people are stressed and struggle to find time to connect with God. We've created this Bible-based meditation podcast, teaching you the skills to carve out space, experience peace, and grow your relationship with God. If this is your first time joining us, I want to welcome you here, and I pray that this 30 minutes is a real time of connection with you and the Lord. If you'd like to follow us and get these podcasts directly into your email, you can go to cultivateconnection.ca and there you can subscribe to our weekly podcast and it'll come directly into your email inbox once a week. So we've been taking some time in this season to begin to focus on Advent to focus and prepare our hearts to celebrate the birth of our Lord. So this week, we'll be focusing on peace. And I'm going to be reading again out of the devotional from Brian Simmons called Come and Behold Him. So as we get started... We're going to begin to turn our focus and our attention towards our breath. And hopefully you can settle in somewhere, free from distraction for the next 30 minutes. Just allowing that inhale and that exhale to begin to flow, begin to pay attention to the inhale and the exhale. Maybe begin to lengthen out that breath just a little bit, finding that full length of inhale, that full release in the exhale. Letting any busyness of mind begin to melt and allowing your focus Your energy, begin to focus on the Lord. Finding release in the exhale. Finding peace in the inhale. Just coming present into this space just as you are. And as you continue with those full length of breath, open us in prayer today. Father God, thank you. Thank you for the breath in our lungs. Thank you that you've given us life. Thank you, God, that we can choose to draw near to you. that you have made a way for us to experience your presence, your truth, and your love. God, today, will you open every ear that is listening to hear your voice? Will you open every heart to receive what you have for them? Will you open our eyes to see that which we need to see? God, we ask that your truth, that your word would minister to us today. Let this be a place of connection, of refreshing. Let this be a place of your presence. God, we give you this space. We give you room to move in our lives. Come and have your way. So in this place, just taking a moment just to check in, to come fully present in this space just as you are. And as this week, the focus of Advent becomes peace, take a few moments just to examine our own lives in regard to peace would you say as you come into this space today would you say that you are peace filled or peaceful do you feel more like maybe you're lacking peace, taking a moment to check in with your heart, what kind of emotions, what's going on in your heart, would you say peace is near to your heart today, or maybe it feels more distant. And whatever observation you make, remembering there is no right or wrong answer. We just want to take an honest look at where we're at so that we can come just as we are before the Lord. And what about your mind, your thoughts in this season? Can you find peace in your thought life? you feel like you can access peace for your thoughts? Does it feel near slipping away? you feel like you're moving closer towards that? And what about your body, physically? Are there areas in your body where you feel peace Perhaps there's some areas where you feel unrest. Can you take a moment and reflect on perhaps the last time in the last few days or this week where you really felt peace in your entire being, maybe for a moment, You think of a physical space where you've been, where you felt so full of peace, can you remember that space? Imagine yourself there. What made it peaceful for you? Was it the external surrounding where there are things around you outside of you that were bringing peace. Maybe you can think of a time where that peace came from an internal place, from inside. Can you think of or remember a time when there was an internal peace that filled your whole being? Maybe taking a moment here just to ask the Holy Spirit, what is it that He wants to reveal to you today in this place about peace? What does He want you to breathe in about peace? What does he want you to release and exhale and let go of in the area of peace? whatever the Lord is drawing you into, allowing that to continue as we begin our scripture reading today. I'm going to be reading from Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 38, out of the Passion Translation. And I just want you to rest and listen and allow the Lord to speak to you through these words. During the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent from God's presence to an unmarried girl named Mary, living in Nazareth, a village in Galilee. She was engaged to a man named Joseph, a true descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Grace to you. Young woman, for our Master is with you, and so you are anointed with great favor. Mary was shocked over the words of the angel, and bewildered over what this may mean for her. But the angel reassured her, saying, Do not yield to your fear, Mary, for the Lord has found delight in you, and has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. You will become pregnant with a baby boy, and you are to name him Jesus. He will be the supreme and will be known as the son of the highest. And the Lord will enthrone him as king on his ancestor David's throne. He will reign as king of Israel forever, and his reign will have no limit. Mary said, But how could this happen? I'm still a virgin. Gabriel answered, The spirit of holiness will fall upon you, and the Almighty God will spread his shadow of power over you in a cloud of glory. This is why the child born to you will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your aged Aunt Elizabeth has also become pregnant with a son, the barren one, is now in her sixth month. Not one promise from God is empty of power, for with God there is no such thing as impossibility. Then Mary responded, saying, This is amazing. I will be a mother for the Lord. As his servant, I will accept whatever he has for me. May everything you have told me come to pass. And the angel left her. And as I read it a second time, what is God drawing you into? What is it that you're relating to? What is it that he's highlighting to you? Allow yourself to go deeper into this story, this historical thing that really took place. And let the Lord speak to you through his words. During the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent from God's presence to an unmarried girl named Mary, living in Nazareth, a village in Galilee. She was engaged to a man named Joseph, a true descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Grace to you, young woman, for our master is with you and so you are anointed with great favor. Mary was shocked over the words of the angel and bewildered over what this may mean for her. But the angel reassured her, saying, Do not yield to your fear, Mary, for the Lord has found delight in you and has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. You will become pregnant with a baby boy, and you are to name him Jesus. He will be supreme and will be known as the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will enthrone him as a king on his ancestor David's throne. He will reign as king of Israel forever, and his reign will have no limit. Mary said, But how could this happen? I am still a virgin. Gabriel answered, The spirit of holiness will fall upon you. And the Almighty God will spread his shadow of power over you in a cloud of glory. This is why the child born to you will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your aged Aunt Elizabeth has also become pregnant with a son. The barren one is now in her sixth month. Not one promise from God is empty of power, for with God there is no such thing as impossibility. Then Mary responded, saying, This is amazing. I will be the mother for the Lord. As his servant, I accept whatever he has for me. May everything you told me come to pass. And the angel left her. Sometimes there's those moments in life where everything just shifts. You're driving along and all of a sudden brake lights. And then your front end ends up in the back end of the car in front of you. Life shift. Or your teenage daughter sits you down and says she got a blue plus sign on a white stick she bought at the local pharmacy. She's pregnant. Life shift. Your aging parent gets the results you were dreading, Alzheimer's. In the next 20 years, you'll be caring for her. Life shift. And in each scenario, you're left saying, how could this happen? Now imagine you're minding your own business and an angel of the Lord appears to you and says, The Lord has found delight in you and has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. You'll become pregnant with a baby boy and you'll name him Jesus. Major life shift. And of course, this is exactly what happened to Mary. Did you ever wonder what was going through her mind? Confusion? Nervousness, excitement, fear? Probably lots of the former and lots of the latter, because as she said, but how could this happen? I'm still a virgin. Mary, she was most likely 13 years old, at the most 16. Not 20 or 30 like she's often portrayed in movies and Christmas pageants. 13. She was also engaged, which in her world meant she and Joseph were legally married, except for the sexual relations part, which came later. And now she was pregnant, which had major social consequences for Mary and Joseph and Jesus. Since Mary and Joseph were legally married, any sexual relations outside that relationship would have been considered adultery. She would have been labeled a SOTA, a suspected adulteress. Immediately after hearing these words from the angel that she was pregnant she would have connected her pregnancy to being a SOTA. And everything that came with it. The humiliation the shame from a public trial to determine her guilt. She would have wondered how Joseph would respond to the news, being that he was a good Torah-observing Jew. Would he go through with the trial? Divorce her as the law required? Leave her stranded and financially ruined? She probably feared for her unborn child, too, for when he grew up, Fear of the taunts and the accusations of being a mamzar, an illegitimate child, and everything that label carried with it. And yet, how did Mary respond? Let's be honest, if it was any one of us, we might have gotten angry at this life shift. We for sure would have feared its consequences. Not Mary. Instead, she replied, This is amazing. I will be the mother for the Lord. As his servant, I accept whatever he has for me. May everything that you've told me come to pass. Instead of yielding to her fears because of her shifted circumstances, she was at peace with them. And that peace gave her the courage to obey, to accept whatever it was the Lord had for her. May Mary's example of peace compel us this Christmas season to accept whatever life shift moments come our way in the coming year. And may we look to her son, the Prince of Peace, to be our peace. Just taking a few moments here to just reflect what is it that the Holy Spirit is drawing you into through this devotional. Is there an area in life where you're currently going through a life shift? what is it that the Lord wants to show you about your response in that place? Maybe he wants to reveal to you where you've gone through some sort of trial or circumstance. Are you able to see where his peace is available. What does his peace look like in those places? What was it that Mary was able to hold on to? Where was this peace that came from the inside out for her? Do you see Jesus as your Prince of Peace? And where are you needing to access that peace right now in your life? to know that peace that surpasses all understanding that is talked about in Philippians 4-7. Will you welcome the Lord in Will you welcome his peace? And how is it that the Lord wants to empower you today? As we reflect upon Mary and her choice to say yes to the Lord, her choice to trust in the peace of God, even without full understanding. Able to breathe in peace in this space today God I'm asking for each one listening right now that just as they take these next inhales God that they would be filled with your tangible peace that peace would begin to expand within them the peace that surpasses all understanding would touch their spirits their souls, and their bodies would fill their hearts and their minds. That their internal reality would be filled with peace and that internal reality would therefore go forth and affect their external reality. May the peace of God dwell richly within you in this season. May you find connection with the Spirit of God through your breath. Taking those full, deep breaths, allowing his peace to fill you, fill you to overflowing. Knowing that the author of peace lives within you and you have access. Let your awareness of his peace within you be so clear in this Christmas season that the Prince of Peace has made a way for peace to dwell strongly in your lives by his power and by his name. Amen.